The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome to The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 8 o'clock. We'll, we'll be joined by Scott from winningfornextyear.com after a big Cavaliers win last night. They took care of business. 112.99. Joined every morning by Matthew Fantone, who is the biggest Cleveland Cavaliers fan you'll ever find. You've got to be happy today. Sleepiest Cleveland Cavaliers fan you're going to find, dude. Your boy is tired. When I got here, here this morning and you weren't here, I knew. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. The Cavs played last night. He won't be here till I late. just couldn't. Like, this morning, I woke up on time. I woke up. The alarm went off at 3.30 and I'm like, alright, dude, you're going to do this. You're going to wake up. You're going to be a real adult. Went out to that couch, fell asleep for like another hour. Alarm goes off again. I'm like, all right, man, you can you can kind of get it going now. Hell no, man. <laughs> it's finally like five. And I'm like, dude, put on some pants. Get, get out of the, the door. Car, and you have to go to work. I did the same exact thing. My alarm went off at like quarter to four. And I was like, yeah, nah, no, nah, I'm not interested. No. <laughs> not I, um, in it. I understand, dude, that it's a it's a national game. And you obviously you want the people on the West Coast watching uh, the Eastern Conference finals. It's not like it's the first That's or fine. second round. But, dude, it's way too late of a start time. What I want to see now, though, because that's what everybody says, right? That that's why they do it. So at some point today, somebody's going to be able to show me the West Coast overnight numbers yeah. of yeah. Cavs Boston, right? Because let's if it's not pulling the views anyway, then it's time we change TV. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think there's a um, you know, live sports is is one of those things that's at premium to watch live. One, you know, it's one of the few reasons it's competition. It's happening. You don't know the ending, right? And the last thing you want to do when it comes to a sport is to see the result and then have to go back and watch the game. So Fair, yeah, you know. I, I, I understand that predicament, but you also have to factor in, like, if you want, you know, and obviously I think all brands want this, if you want younger people watching your program, like, you're going to have to put it on earlier. Like, I, I, I always kind of feel bad for my nephews who are like eight and six years old, love the Cavaliers, love LeBron, love Kyrie, but never get to watch a game because they're on at 830 at night, you know? And there's just no way that, that right. you're going to I have, think of that. there's no way you're going to have, you know, you're, you're not going to be able to capture the the attention of the youth, like, you know, football at one o'clock in, 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 in in, 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 in baseball games that are throughout the day when it's like, dude, these games aren't over till 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, honestly, the East Coast gets screwed. Not everybody gets up at 3.30. I understand that, but like, dude. Uh, still, most people are up at 7. Right. It's, I was going to say 6. I think most people are up and like moving by 6 o'clock. Well, here, Canton's an early working city. We've, I mean, you know, these radio companies, they do, they spend a ton of money like examining all of you people and figuring out how to like best serve you. And what we have found out about Canton is that you people go to work really early right. in the morning. A lot of you do. And so, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, for my brother, it's great. He lives in Las Vegas. He was watching the Cavs game last night, texting me. He's like, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Because it's the middle of the afternoon for them. You know what I mean? It's like, that, that'd be great. Did you uh, did you stay up and, uh, and partake in the Cavaliers I, festivities? I, so I watched the first quarter. Oh, that was a bad one. And then, yeah. <laughs> that was not a good one, Stan. And I'm not one of these guys that went, oh, well, they're done. Turned it off. I was like, I know what's going to happen here. LeBron's not going to lose two in a row. Like, it's just not going to happen. They're going to get this back together. They're going to win. So I felt comfortable going to bed. Plus, I knew I had Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com at 8. So I was like, anything I miss, he'll get me involved in. And I knew you were going to watch it. Indeed. I was like, so, you know, the, the, so the show's covered. What am I staying awake for? Yeah, the, the, there you go. I'm going to bed. Uh, your boy Kyrie was absolutely the fire starter last night. Oh, um, it was a, a one hell of a, a performance there. 
um, in the third quarter from him, and LeBron kind of caught it by osmosis. I don't know what was up with LBJ last night. And I heard uh, he had four fouls going into half. Yeah, four fouls going into the half. Barely played the second quarter. I mean, barely played. And you could just see something. Whoa, so most of those fouls happened in the first quarter then? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, by the time, by the time, I think it was early in the second that he got that fourth. Oh, you're saying he didn't play a lot in the second half. No, okay. no, no, I'm saying in the second quarter. I mean, it was early in the second quarter he he, he had that fourth oh, okay. foul. All right, I see, okay. And then he just barely played in that wow. second quarter. They kept him out until after the half. Um, it was a bit of a head scratcher by Ty Lue, the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, of why you would still have LeBron in the game when he has three fouls in the second quarter. Uh, obviously, everything worked out, so there's no use going back and like nitpicking and 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 on a um, win, you know, on a win. Yeah, they, 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 there's no purpose in it. Um, but it was a little bit confusing, and I felt like kind of a a bad coaching decision to have your boy out there. Uh, you know, when you're already in foul trouble so early into the game. We'll talk to Scott about that. You know, do take it easy on Ty Lue. That's the hardest job in yeah. professional sports. Ty Lue has the hardest job in the NBA is coaching LeBron James. Scott's got a tough job too, dude. He was he was there late last night. Like I saw tweets and stuff coming out from him this morning, and I don't know when that guy sleeps. Like, I, I yeah, just, I don't I know. Got, I got zero clue. I mean, people don't know. I mean, he's got a full time career outside of waiting for next year. dot com. I mean, like a real job, like a real and a re- and a good one. And like honestly, where your wife would be like, "Enough with your little blog. Let's make sure we're focusing on the job that like bought us this house." I mean, and dude, he's got like a real grown-up career outside of it. And I, you're right, that guy works round the clock. Yeah, it does not sleep, dude. So uh, eight o'clock, we'll be talking to him. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to him. I um, I'm a little sad I didn't stay up for that game, but they are playing again tomorrow night. Yep, that's birthday night. Yep, probably stay up. Be I'll probably be up uh, celebrating a little bit. Uh, you know, anyway. Tomorrow night's birthday night, dude. Yeah, this weekend's man. birthday weekend. What do you yeah. got planned? What's the story? What's happening? <sighs> birthday weekend. So, my friend Heather's coming into town. Oh yeah, and it's her birthday on Friday. Okay, and so I'm, I'm Thursday. She's Friday, and that part's great. But we've gotten other people involved in this. All right. And so now I think it's sounding like I got to pack a bag and be away from my house for three days, uh. and I just don't want to do it. I don't. I just don't want to do it. And I, what I really don't like is that now it's being run by somebody who's not me, which I'm not wild about that. I like being in charge of where I go. And it's – I somebody's going to be like, well, we want to be with you. I, right. I don't care. Then come, the, then come down here. I don't want to go somewhere. I don't want to go away for, you know, four days. I don't want to do it. Yeah, not for not – for, They're talking Putin Bay. Oh, jeez. And it's just like – Guys, I don't know. One one night of putting bay is enough, dude. That's it. More than enough. More than enough. I d- d- yes. If, if if we go one night, spend the night, come back the next morning, I'm totally down. But it's Memorial Day weekend too at Putin Bay. Crazy. It's gonna be crazy. And I, you know, which I know that's when you want to go. Heather and I are not romantically involved, but right. it's still a woman. So I'm sure as hell not going to take her all the way up to Putin Bay and then be like, all right, I brought this sand to the beach. Let me go play in that sandbox over there. No, you're obviously going to have to. You're not romantically involved but for the weekend you are. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, for this for weekend, the weekend, you have a we're going to couple. Right. That's where we're going to be. We're not going to sleep together, but we're going to couple. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm telling you, okay. we're not going to sleep all together. Right. You don't buy it. No, not at all. Not in, not for a second. Especially oh. if you're going to put in bay. Hell no. But it, dude, whatever. I mean, it doesn't really matter in that sense of like, yes, you guys are spending the entire weekend together. You might as well sleep together. I I I would say you might as well just go ahead and do that. I'm not not not. That's not happening. Okay. That's it's not happening. <laughs> it's not. Don't don't placate me. Don't do that.
You know what might happen tomorrow on the what program? What is that? And I always tell my promotions department, dude, don't do this to me. Because I can barely contain myself. No, we can't. They've said to me, she, our, our promotions department uh, you know, person sent me an email. And she said, do not announce this. But Thursday, if the show doesn't get moved back yet again, you're going to make a major concert announcement. And then she told me what it was. And I'm so excited. This is a show. I can't tell you who it is yet. Because she said, seriously, do not announce this before Thursday. And so all I will tell you is this. Tomorrow on the program, we're going to tell you about a show that was around last year that I said I was going to go to, didn't go, and I have since said how much I regretted it. And if I don't go this time around, I know for sure I'll regret it. So you'll get that tomorrow morning. However, today, guys, and I don't even care. Dude, you can hate Fantone all you want. Hate him all you want. But Fantone has ended one of the most mind-numbing, awful conversations you have to have with your wife and or girlfriend. It's over. One of those conversations we hate having to have with the wife or girlfriend, Fantone has ended it for you. And we'll give you that next on The Stansberry Show. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9, I have a new personal rule. You don't have to all <laughs> adhere to it. It's not like a requirement to listen. But I'm now, I'm now dude, I'm, I'm anti-Facebook till after 8.30 in the morning. I Before 8.30 in the morning, I cannot handle the, you know, jumping over... You know, oceans for puddles of people, and I'm a mess of unfinished thoughts and like all this the cryptic stuff. Just post the real meme. My best friend went down on my boyfriend, and I don't know what to do about it. That's I'm in dirt. Oh my god, enough! I can't take it. Yeah, dude, it's early for you to be this fired up over something like that. I mean, Stansberry during the commercial break, which is sitting there. Phantom, you will not believe this. Slamming headphones down. Oh my god, rubbing his face, dude, doing the. Oh my god, mad at people I've never met. (laughs) Just mad at them. Look at the way they're living their lives. I'm never gonna meet you. Doesn't matter to me what you do. Why does it matter? 629, dude. Son of a bitch off the rails 100%. For sure. All the wheels gone. You know, speaking of relationships and the problems that you'll have in them. Screaming at people. (laughs) That's what you should do. You get angry at your better half, you yell. It totally works. Trust me, every relationship therapist will tell you, the more yelling leads to a happier relationship. Of course, the single guy who can't get a girl to go out with him twice knows. One of the biggest, I don't want to, nah, not one of the biggest problems, but one of the most annoying things that happens like pretty much every day in a relationship. Fantone is fixed for all of us. Nice. And uh, he, he's taken all the legwork out of it. Basically, all you need is the website, WRQK.com. Okay. That's all you need. I mean, I put up hot shakes on a regular basis. Yeah, that's so... not going to help somebody's relationship. Oh, I thought you were going to say, just go ahead and masturbate. She's like, honey, relate to church. <laughs> Who cares, man? Don't put up the babe of the day. No, that's probably not That's probably not what I mean. But up at WRQK.com in the Sansbury Show section right now is the end of an argument. Okay. Every relationship has had this conversation. Where do you want to go for dinner? I don't care. Where do you want to go? And then you'll say, well, how about we go here? And then she goes, uh, not there, though. Yeah. Well, what do you then? Then you do care. 
then care. you do care. It doesn't matter to me. Well, what if we go to no? I, we just went there. I don't want to go there again. Again, I don't, I, I don't feel like Italian. I don't feel like that. Well, then you, you, you do care. So Fantone gave you a randomizer. Yep. And it's up at WRQK.com in the Sansbury Show section. And it's really simple. We've also tweeted it out at Sansbury Show, and it's up on the Facebook pages as well. It's basically easy. All you do is just press the button on it. It spins, and then it tells you where to go. Simple. We've taken the guesswork completely out of this for you. I thought that this was brilliant. Let's see. I just clicked it. Where does yeah. it want me to go? Tilted kilt is where I go. There you go. Tilted kilt is where I go. Now what- I feel like it knows me. <laughs> is there a camera in this? Is it looking at me? Um, what it what it essentially is? It's like a wheel spin, and it yeah, it's it, like wheel of fortune. It features a hundred different Canton. Canton, Maslin, surrounding area, you, North Canton restaurants. Stark County, and you threw chains in here because it was a hundred of them, so you yeah. kind of had to throw some chains in well, there. Well, and I mean, you know, I, I personally I'm like going to... for another spin. <laughs> I personally like to, you know, support local restaurants and things like that, but let's be real, every now and then, going to Applebee's isn't the worst call in the world. Going Patty's to, Place is where I go now. Go, go, go into, you know, a chain restaurant, so um, these are... I'm almost three spins on the scale, let's spin it one more time. <laughs> these are these are all, um, like, full service restaurants you sit down you have a waitress and uh it's like a digital fidget spinner too it just spins <laughs> and my eyes are being like entranced by it. jimmy's is where i go now that's pretty cool this this is you know been a problem i think in all relationships but my relationship in particular recently we were both like well i feel like so many times when we go out to eat it's not even like a treat anymore it's not even like a date it's get it over even, well it's not it, it's not even you know once upon a time like going out to eat felt special and you felt like you were doing something and it just has turned into like well dude when you do it four times a week just because you want it to be a convenience thing like i'm trying to cut back on it i want her to be like supportive of that and it's a tough thing every time when i ask her like what do you want i don't know i don't know i don't know my girlfriend is not very decisive at all she's just like yeah whatever you want but then i'll say all right we're going to get tacos and she's like we just had mexican food we just had it that's literally my least favorite thing is if you say to me i don't care I assume that L Camps is where I go now. There you if go. It, <laughs> if I, I'm just going to keep clicking the button. If you say to me, I don't care, I'm one of these people that what you say to me, I take that to be what you mean. Mm, good luck with women, right? I, right, exactly. <laughs> I don't like to repeat myself. I know that sounds crazy. If you listen to the show, I probably do it a lot. But in a relationship, I don't. it makes me nuts. So like to continuously say to somebody, I don't care you pick, I don't care you pick, I don't care you pick, would drive me absolutely crazy. That would make me crazy. But what I hate is like yeah, that thing is like, well, I'll, I'll say, okay, well, L Camps is where we're going. Well, I mean, didn't we just go there last week for my mother's birthday and like this and that? Then, then you do care. So don't tell me that you don't because you do care. So then woman up, not allowed to say man up, woman up and make a decision. I think this will also be useful for people who um, are kind of in a rut when it comes to date night or eating out or something like that. You don't necessarily know of like new restaurants or or restaurants that are outside of your scope. Your your like. You See, know. it's perfect for me because I am all humans are, but I am legitimately a creature of habit. If I find something I like, yeah. I stick with it. I don't vary. I just keep going. Just keep going. I'm very loyal that way. And this will be very good for me because I, you know, again, Heather's coming in town this weekend. Right. She's horrific at this like horrific like honestly if we waited for her to pick a restaurant we would still be on the first time we ever went to dinner five six seven years ago i mean she's just terrible at this so this will come in very handy this weekend the restaurant randomizer yeah and 
I'm going to try four different restaurants before she gets here. <laughs> it's up for you, WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section. I thought that that was very smart. I think that this is going to help people. This is going to help. Right now, dudes are in their car going, oh, thank God. Finally. That's Finally. What I've been waiting for. Finally, less hassle about where we go get carbohydrates from. I can't believe that's that big of a problem. <laughs> a four-year-old girl found safe and sound in Stark County. We'll give you that story next on the Sansbury Show. If you missed the Cavs game last night, highlights are up for you. WRQK.com in the Sansbury Show section, as is Fantone's uh, restaurant randomizer, who uh, during the break, that's all I did was click that damn thing. <laughs> and apparently I'm supposed to go to Lobster Louis. It's delicious. I've never been. Uh, I, they have a restaurant now up in Northgate, and I've had the food truck before, which is really good, but I have not been to the actual restaurant yet. I have never been, but people swear by it, so I'll have to try that out. Stands where you're going to try out all 100 restaurants by the time this is all said and done. By the day's over. <laughs> I will use that thing a lot this weekend, though. Like I said, I have uh, I have friends coming in for the weekend. So, you know, when that happens, it's like, all right, well, we got to take them to all like the, the Stark County places. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll end up using that thing a lot. It's up for you, too. WRQK.com. We'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com at 8. Get a look ahead at uh, the next Cavs game now. Um, obviously, I'm very happy after last night's game. Sure. Kyrie came up in a huge fashion last night. LeBron put up 30 points. Kevin Love, I think it was 17, 18, something like that. They combined for over 90. Um, but, dude, still am a little bit concerned about the King, dude. Uh, first half, I don't know if it was the foul trouble or why necessarily that happened, but he seemed disengaged, and it took a spark for him to get it going again, and that spark was Kyrie Irving, and uh, thank God, I saw Skip Bayless last night saying, like, oh, LeBron's so lucky to have Kyrie on his team, and it's like, yeah, (laughs) yes, 100%, dude, to have one of the best point guards in basketball on your team, yeah, dude, that is pretty lucky. KD's pretty lucky to have Steph. They're both pretty lucky to have Clay. Like, I mean... Yeah, that kind of stuff makes me absolutely crazy. I, you know, I heard everybody on TV just jumping up and down on LeBron yesterday about how he gets in his head and he's too mental. And, you know, Michael was a killer and that's why we like Michael and LeBron's not a killer. And, you know, that's on your personality, which you like more. Right. Uh, at the end of the day, I think LeBron, it, dude, Fantone came up with the best system to figure out who's better. Make it a five on five game. You put five Michael Jordans out there versus five LeBrons, LeBron wins that game. Yeah, he does. And so, like, I feel like that's nailing that. Yeah, he does. I I, 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 I certainly, um, you know, like I said, 30 points, you don't want to be like, oh, what a terrible game for the King last night. Because, I mean, he, dude, he had a great fourth quarter, and, and obviously the Cavaliers won. Like I said, you don't want to go back and nitpick too much. Um, but I am interested to talk to Scott about what is going on in LeBron's head right now. I think it's, honestly, I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again today. I think LeBron is doing this on purpose. I think he's lulling everybody into sleep, and he wants to be the underdog, and he wants everybody talking about how Golden State's going to kick their ass. And then next thing you know, Game 7 NBA Finals, LeBron's LeBron again, and we're all like feeling like idiots because we doubt it. Myself included. (laughs) I'm a LeBron apologist. I'm a honk for the guy. I'm a homer for the guy. I'll admit that 10 times out of 10. Um, But last night, my girlfriend brought up a very interesting point, and she said to me, well, she was just like... 
She was like, babe, LeBron loves drama, doesn't he? And He's I'm petty. Like, I'm like, yeah. And she was like, remember last year in the finals? We all thought he like broke his wrist, but he was just laying down there to make everybody think he got yeah. hurt. And like just things like that. Like he does. And I guess whatever it takes to get you motivated, whatever it takes to get that, you know, the fire burning for you, do it. But it, it, I, I'm not going to go so far to say it's LeBron new to throw, to throw game three. But there is a little bit of like, well, what what are you doing out there, man? I don't know if he threw. I knew he. I know he doesn't care if he loses Game Three. Okay, is That's, what I'll okay. say there. Okay, right? not throwing it, but not caring either. Okay. I know he knows that if he loses Game Three, it ultimately does not matter. And I think. And now, what is everybody talking about for the next two days? LeBron James. Yeah. Nobody's talking about Steph Curry. And make no mistake, these guys care about this kind of stuff. And LeBron pays attention to everything. And yeah, I mean, he's gonna get bored. And stop making it about the Eastern Conference. I think LeBron would be bored in the Western Conference, too. Because here's the reality. Kevin Durant is the second best player in the NBA. That's what people tell me, okay? And so and I would have to agree with that. That seems, that seems not crazy to suggest that, that Kevin Durant could be the second best player in the NBA. If you take Kevin Durant v. LeBron, the leap between Kevin Durant yeah. and LeBron James' ability is crazy. So the that's the separation between one and two is like nothing we've ever seen, and so like that's how you got to start judging this, not just titles. What? How far was the difference between Michael and the second best player in the NBA? That's a good point. I don't know that I'm right about this, but I suspect that 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 the distance between LeBron and everybody else is far greater than it was Michael. Everybody else. Well worth noting here as we're talking about LeBron and Kevin Durant being the one and two in the NBA. Neither of those dudes were in the top three of, of yeah, MVP voting. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, just absolutely, absolutely insane. Yeah, Russell Westbrook and like those guys are all MVPs. But you know what? I understand that. I'm not one of these media guys that's going to get all up in arms about it because I understand how that happens. Because the media needs stories. We need to be paying attention to it. It can't just be LeBron every year, even though LeBron is obviously he's the most valuable player to the league. I, I don't, I, I you know, and I, as MVP voting goes, and I understand it's a regular season award, I don't understand why they don't vote at the end of the conference finals, why not vote right before the right before the NBA finals? Therefore, you saw the regular season and you saw all of the playoffs too. And then you've got your you've got because then the finals wouldn't matter. Well, but then you still have your championship and you still have your finals MVP. You still would win your finals MVP. What I like about this is how Russell played in the playoffs would weigh into whether or not he was right. MVP, and, and he wouldn't have been MVP. And how LeBron played in the playoffs has played in the playoffs so far would I, weigh in of whether he was or was not. That's not a bad. System. I don't know if you would do. I don't know if you could do regular season MVP, playoffs MVP, and then finals MVP. That seems like too much to me. So like, I don't know. Just vote at, vote at the end of the conference finals. I got to give a shout out to uh, some law enforcement officials here in Stark County, Perry Township. Say a missing four year old girl has been found safe. Police are still looking for the child's mother. Her name is Brooke Beasley. Um, they're looking to serve active warrants for her in this particular case. They updated uh, the description of her vehicle as a black SUV, license plate number F. KC4921. They believe Beasley, who does not have custody of the uh, of the four year old, kidnapped her. 
Perry Township Police say they have received numerous questions on why there was not an Amber Alert. The department said uh, they, they initiated the request for one, and it had been declined. So it wasn't necessarily. I don't know what has to happen for them to, to go through with those. I thought they had to have they had to know who the child was with. Like they had to have a description on on the on the kidnapper or whatever. Okay, makes um, sense to in, me. In an automobile, I thought those were the two criteria, but obviously I'm wrong there. Well, this says here they updated the information on her vehicle, so yeah. maybe they didn't have it when they first asked about the Amber. Alert. And that was kind of the thing yesterday. Is when this story when I, if this story kind of first came across like my 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 site was. It's all taken care of. I didn't even know there was a missing kid in Perry Township in Star County. And, uh, until I read that email, until, I didn't know that. And, and, until I saw that. Right. So I was a little bit like, what the hell, guys? Like, I, I, as a media personality, as somebody who's constantly online, somebody who's constantly looking at their phone. Somebody, Especially local stuff. Like, dude, right. what, how do I get Canton into this conversation? Right. I, I follow Canton Rep. I follow, you know, the, the, the Perry Township police. I follow Canton police. And I had no idea that this was going on. So it was. I thought that was strange, too. It was a little bit like, dude, where was the. Where was the the alert here where was the the ringing of the of the bell four-year-old kid found safe that's all that's best news uh, yeah. uh, available mother has not been uh, found as of yet little surprise it was the mother yeah i guess these things are i, I don't know if they're maybe sold to us as a male crime or if that's uh, what our perceptions are but uh, i hadn't thought about it either way but it, now that you asked me yeah I, I i i guess a little i would have suspected dad probably first and foremost out of that the NFL, known the world round as the No Fun League, is relaxing some rules. We'll tell you what those are next on the Stansbury Show. Hate about Roger Goodell is exactly what made the NFL great. You hate him because he's the adult that makes the trains run on time. But ratings yeah. are up, revenue's up, yeah. there's more games on TV, and that was all Roger Goodell. You can't deny his results. I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, if we're, if we're living in a results-based world, Roger Goodell has passed the test. Nobody likes the high school principal. No. But if you have the best test scores in the region, guess what? That's probably a pretty decent principal. And you're probably a nerd, too, and I'm going to shove you in a locker. The NFL, despite the fact that it's got nothing but bad press about how former players are killing themselves, beating up their wives, CTE, and everything else is the most watched sport in America because Roger Goodell knows how to sell his product. It has been a perfect storm of ish for the NFL. What's I the mean, last positive NFL story you've, you've heard? You've got concussions. You've got Kaepernick. You had uh, the Patriots involved in a way cheating scandal. I mean, you, you, you can add the, the new Patriots story. Giselle's out there telling CBS News that her husband had a, had, had what, a concussion that nobody yeah. heard about last year. Yeah, I mean, that's just it, that's those, a bad look. Those are the first things that come to mind. I'm sure if we sat here and thought about it, dude, the NFL has been getting black eyes left and right. Black eyes, not black guys. They've been Even, getting those a while yeah. longer than <laughs> left and right. They've they, got those two. They've been getting those for a while now. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's been bad headline after bad headline after bad headline. And yet come Sunday, 1 p.m., where's your TV remote in your hand turning on CBS to find the AFC game? That's exactly what you're doing. That's because of Roger Goodell. Partially. Yeah, yes, of course. It has I, to be. Can't all be him, but it's but it is partially. And so like this I hate Roger Goodell stuff just makes me absolutely crazy. This is you know what it's very similar to? I don't like music for Well then you're an idiot. You're arguing for things to be less good. But the NFL has been a little staunchy on celebrating on the field. Yeah. And they kind of tightened down on what you could and could not do. And 
I think the most famous case of this last year was probably Antonio Brown, right? Where he was like twerking in the end zone and he got fined and all this stuff. And people like people want to bring up the hypocrisy and you know you'll come back from commercial and you'll be panned in on on the cheerleaders, but then you're mad when when Antonio Brown twerks. Okay, I know this is going to be hard for some of you to to realize, but the NFL and the TV networks are separate entities. See, the TV network is the one that ha- that owns the camera. And that's where the executive producer is, get me in on the cheerleader. Get me in on the cheerleader right now, right now, right now. You think Roger Goodell's in the TV truck telling them to, to, to pan in on cleavage? No. Those are separate entities. Now, obviously, sex sells, and there's no debating that. There's no, there's no question about that. Why do you I'm, think they put the two hottest guys in the world on the morning show in Canton? <laughs> because sex sells, bitch. That's why. Um, I am a little bit surprised that in 2017, there hasn't been a little bit of a pushback from the NFL or just the powers that be of, like... Tighten it up a little? Hey, dude, and, and not only tighten it up, like, TV c- cameras and, and crews and stuff, but cheerleaders, put on a little bit more clothes. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you have to go out and, like, on a deep this tracksuit, but like you don't need to have your ass cheeks hanging out of that skirt. They could still sell the sex and not have it be as far as it is today. I would agree with that. It is, and I mean, obviously, as as a as a heterosexual, red blooded male, I'm like, no, dude, cheerleaders, hot, awesome, boobs, yes, butts, love them. Also, you have to remember that sometimes that stuff's on TV because not everybody's watching the game in their home with the sound turned up. Sometimes dudes are in a bar. And we've been trained, when you look at the screen, oh, look, she's shaking the pom-poms. We're coming back from break. Right. It's, it's also for silent viewing in bars, too. See, you didn't, you didn't think about that part. But they're going to let you celebrate now. You'll be able okay. to lay on the ground now. You'll be able to, like, you know, get together with your team. That was, like, the big one. You couldn't, like, you know, team celebrate. You'll be able to do that now. You're going to be able to do all that. Where they're going to cut the line is you're not allowed to antagonize a competitor. So you're not allowed okay. to like look over him and like do the throat slit thing, which I don't think is out of line. I think that's probably a little far to insinuate I'm going to slit your throat over fourth and four. Yeah, I mean, the NFL, like any other brand in the country right now, has to play their cards with some intelligence and to incorporate violence into any any celebration or any situation. Really, for the NFL, is a bad look. That's for them. not celebrating. That's taunting. And there's a reason why there's two different words. It's because they mean different things. And they're going to look to keep the sexuality out of it. Again, I don't think that that's crazy. See, because the NFL player is part of the NFL league. The cheerleaders are not. See, the players are employees of the league. The cheerleaders are not. The league doesn't really have much to do about that. That's a team employee at that point, I believe. And again, that's the TV network that's doing that. Not the NFL. The TV networks are the ones that panning in on it. You know why? Because as much as you want to pretend you're mad about it, it's part of the reason why you watch. And I, I, I think it's crazy to say that there's not going to be some level of hypocrisy when it comes to this type of thing. And yeah, I, I understand why there's going to be a different set of rules for cheerleaders than there is NFL players. That's that's okay. They get different paychecks, too. The, right. The league is going to care more about what its players are doing than anything else. I don't know why people have a hard time making that separation on those two things. And again, I feel like the hating on Roger Goodell just happens because you hear his name and you're like, yeah, I hate him. 
Now, obviously, I think there's some people out there who are like, hell yeah, dude, let's let these guys get out there, show some, show some, you know, Emotion, I think, is good. Right. They're going to get out there. They're going to have an opportunity to kind of, you know, play to the audience and get people fired up. Um, I'm a little concerned that things quickly turn into, uh, what was it, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco territory, where... Fake Hall of Fame jackets. Right. Pulling the marker out, signing the football. And listen, I don't care if you do any of that stuff. Dude, bro, do whatever you want. What about Zeke last year jumping into the... the, the the Red Kennel for was uh, it the United Way or whatever that is. What I'm concerned about here is that this quickly turns into, all right, hey, this is a good thing. NFL players are allowed to show some personality. And then it quickly turns into, oh, dude, those showboating a-holes. Look at them out there. Just acting like they're better than everyone. Okay. And- I would normally be that kind of person. Right. Okay, But somebody laid this out very simply for me and was like, dude, do you have any idea how hard it is to sack a quarterback? You spend Eight months a year getting your body in shape, training, games, practices, OTAs, all this stuff to sack the quarterback. You finally do it, and you're not going to express a little like, yes, after doing that? That's crazy. I play a very solo sport. I'm a golfer, right? 95% of the time when I play golf, I play it by myself. When I make a 25-foot putt, there's a fist bump that happens on that green because because it doesn't happen every time. So when you do it, it's like, yes, I just did this, an accomplishment. So I'm all for fist bumping. I'm all for flexing of the biceps. It looks physical. It's actually the perfect exclamation point on a sack. I'm all for it. I'm all for a wide receiver kind of celebrating in the end zone. They're entertainers on some level, too. They're athletes, but it's entertainment on top of that. At the end of the day, the sport is entertainment. I'm perfectly okay with it. And I'm also okay with the NFL telling them not to shake their asses. And to not be like shooting, you know, making like toy guns and, you know, and that. I'm perfectly okay with that. It's not the no fun league. It's the most successful sports league in America. It's the most watched television show every week. You know why that is? Because Roger Goodell is a grown up that knows how to run his business. I, I just. They're also shortening the overtimes. Have you seen this? They're going from 15 minutes to 10 in all overtime, they say. I heard that this was like a, hey, it's a player safety thing, but it's really not going to help players at all from what I kind of read yesterday. So I'm surprised they did that. Why give up minutes of football? You know what I'm saying? Like if you can keep eyes on in overtime, one of the more highly watched things, I'm surprised. I know coaches hate it. I know coaches hate overtime. They're worried about guys, you know, busting up their knees at the end of a period, I you know what I mean, or, or in you know post game or whatever. Yeah, first quarter or fifth quarter to me, You're it's gonna like do it. yeah, yeah. If it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I don't want ties in football, right? So whatever you got to do to stop ties from happening, I guess I could live with. I can't believe we can't come up with a system now where we could do away with overtime altogether. But I know advertisers want you to go into overtime. I know they want that. So, but they're shortening it fifteen to ten. And these guys are going to be able to celebrate just a little bit more. And I think that they probably should be. I think it's totally okay. New details surrounding a murder out of Ashtabula starting to come out. We'll get you filled in next. Hang on. 106.9. What a performance indeed. Kyrie went off. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. You can see some highlights of Kyrie and the rest of the Cavaliers in the Sandsbury Show section of WRQK.com. Kyrie had an amazing game last night. 
Yeah, flashes. I mean, just uh, flashes of brilliance throughout it. Um, at the end, when he the, the behind the back move he pulled. I mean, it was just it just just nasty. It was just just stone cold. And uh, I saw this article on Cleveland.com this morning, and it's worth you know talking about at some point. Is at some point in the future, not that far away, Kyrie Irving will be the best Cavalier. Nothing to take away from LeBron, but Father Time is undefeated. And at thirty three, I'll take the under at five years. I would take the under if 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 if. If you've got a five-year window of Kyrie and LeBron being upper echelon players, obviously Kevin Love's not going anywhere. Tristan Thompson's still a young man, dude. J.R. Smith is doing edge. I, I, I don't understand how you don't feel optimistic about the Cavaliers, even as you start facing the Golden State Warriors in this next finals. Totally optimistic, although I would not put all my eggs in the Kevin Love not going anywhere basket. From what I understand... If we don't win this year, that's the piece people are going to say you should try to move out of here to try to, to, to try to improve. I'm not sure you could. It's what people have been saying forever, and I think I think Kevin Love is the most comfortable he's been in a Cavalier jersey right now. I think he's playing his best basketball. I, yeah, I was going to say, I think you see it over the last couple of games. I mean, he's just, like, the pressure's kind of off of him. He's kind of found out, like, how he fits into this whole thing. I, I think he had 18 rebounds last yesterday, dude. That's absolutely that's crazy. Did he that's really? Crazy, oh, dude. good for K-Love. Yeah, dude, Kevin Love had one hell of a game yesterday. I'm... I'm in full support of keeping uh, Kevin Love. I want him here, but y- you know how stuff can go. If they should lose this finals, you know people are going to be looking to tear it down and build it right back up. That's what they're going to do. Four people have been arrested in uh, connection with the murder of a 13-year-old whose body was found in Ashtabula County. This is back May 11th. Uh, John Bove out of Ashtabula, 46 years old, has now been charged with aggravated murder and kidnapping. He's currently in custody in Pennsylvania. Uh, I believe this would be his wife, Deborah Bove, Ashtabula, again, 47, charged with obstructing the justice. Malachi Schultz, 20, out of Ashtabula, and Stanley Wolfong, uh, again, 56, are charged with obstructing justice and tampering with the evidence there. Um, the the other three, Deborah and uh, Malachi and uh, Mr. Wolfong, are all being held in Ashtabula County Jail. And they say further charges are probably coming as they continue to go into this. Um, it seems as if John Bove had been the uh, the person who actually took the life of this 13-year-old. And I've heard a couple of different things. At first, we thought this was um, sexual assault and then murder. But now I read another piece of information late yesterday that says what they think this is, is that the young girl's dad owed this guy money over drugs. It was a $3,000 drug debt is what they're – now they're looking into it. They're not sure, but they're, they are examining whether or not a $3,000 drug debt is what ended up having this happen. Now – I don't think it's crazy to draw that line. If that ends up being true, that this money was owed, I could see somebody in the drug business doing this. Obviously, you know, no good way to come to a dead thirteen-year-old. No. just there's there's no you know you know actions that can lead up to it where it would make sense, but. I don't know, man. Three thousand dollars? Like, don't get me wrong. That's a significant amount of money. I would not want to be three thousand dollars in debt to a drug dealer. I would would not want to do that. But as as a drug dealer, as somebody, you're gonna kill a kid over three thousand bucks. Like, you know, you're gonna get caught. You know what I'm saying? If you kill another drug dealer, if you kill a gangbanger or something like that, eh, dude, please don't put that much emphasis on it. But you killed a thirteen year old. Yeah, the world's going to stand up and pay attention. Yeah. yeah. Again, we're applying logic to Santa Claus, I think. You and I both think that way because we're law-abiding citizens who aren't going to kill 13-year-olds no matter what the hell happens because we were raised decently. But not everybody was. Not everybody is. 
I um, but I'm with you. Yes, I don't think it's that amount of money. First of all, for me, there's probably no amount of money that I'm right. like, oh, I'm going to take your kid away from you. But I, I you know, I, I've told people before, and I've had friends before, loose friends who were going to enter into the drug business, and and I told them when they got teamed up with, with some other people, and I said, guys, this is real drug dealer stuff. This isn't selling nickel bags of no. weed to your friends in the high school parking lot. This is real drug dealer stuff. And if you screw this up, serious ramifications are going to head your way. And sure enough, that ended up happening to some people I know. And so I don't know that that's what happened here. But hearing that information, I don't think it's crazy to assume that that, uh, that, that played a part in it. It wasn't that long ago there was that family, I think, in southern Ohio where they all got killed over a drug debt or something yeah. like that. And yeah. I mean... Like I said, I understand if 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 there's a situation where somebody's encroaching on your territory or something like that, like a rival drug dealer, but killing a kid, dude, you just know that that's not going to end too up, much heat, right? Way too much, heat. too much heat. To me, it feels like what happened here, and again, this is me just purely speculating, okay? But to me, it feels like what happened here is we kidnapped the kid in hopes that you would pay, right? realized, oh my God, we're in over our head. Right. And then next thing you know, decisions get, you know, ideas get thrown out, decision gets made, everybody starts freaking out, don't know what to do. They all don't want to turn the guy in, kind of like him haul with the cops, and now you're all arrested as you should be. Uh, it just it just goes to show you the ugly side of the drug business. You think, now, I don't know that this is what happened. They're looking into that. But you think when that guy started toying around with some drugs that he thought he was going to find himself $3,000 in the hole and his daughter on the line? Probably not. Probably not. Just thought he was going to do a couple of drugs to have a decent Friday night, probably. And then look what ended up happening on the end. Stop playing around with hardcore drugs. It leads nowhere good. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. Stansberry Show on Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. 9 o'clock. I can't believe this, but the world's most famous criminal might get out on parole. 9 a.m. We'll give you that. Now, however, I, I, I gotta I gotta maintain. Cause this is this makes me want to scream and yell, and I don't want to do that because I know a lot of you don't like it. Okay. A lot of people love it. Some people do like when I rage out. But this has got me all fired up. And it's the Florida files. Alright. We talked about this story when it happened. But now I guess the sentencing, if you want to call it that, has been handed out. And I'm furious about it. And this is a Florida teacher. Brian Cornbluth was caught on video. There's because there's cameras in the classrooms now. Cameras everywhere, people. I don't know where you think you are that there's not going to be a camera that you're going to get away with it, but there's, it, it, there's cameras everywhere. There's literally one in every student's pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's cameras right? everywhere you go. So they had heard some things about this teacher, so the principal then had the camera turned around to face his desk All right. to make sure we were keeping an eye on him. All right. He's seen in the surveillance footage sitting at a desk as a 10-year-old male student walks over, puts an arm around his neck, and then kisses him. <laughs> Brian Cornbluth has been accused of trading candy for kisses. 
God damn, dude. I mean, just living up to the stereotype as much as you possibly can. Like, this- all right, hey, got the windowless van, too. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The incident took place in a classroom at Somerset Academy in Boca Raton last February. This is around, um, what's that stupid holiday? Valentine's Day. That's that okay. And this was before the day had like officially started for the school. He briefly kissed the student on the lips. Oh. Now, before this incident, a different teacher told the school's principal, hey, look, Brian Kornbluth is asking, he's making weird requests for certain uh, numbers of my students to be put in his class. All right, so he's like cherry picking like the kids he wants to like touch. The school, like I said, had video surveillance, so they thought that request was weird, so let's position the camera towards their desk, which, again, if you know there's a camera in the room, why would you not automatically just assume it's wide-angle lens and able to pick up everything in the room? Which, by the way, if it's not, what the hell is it doing in there? You know as an an employee that there's cameras in the building. You do. Welcome to 2017. Welcome to 2016, whatever it was when this happened. They interviewed this kid and his sister. The sister says... That she that the, that this teacher kissed her on the lips while she was at the school the previous year, and says that he reportedly lures kids into the classroom by handing out gummy bears. Now he pleaded guilty to a simple battery in the case last week. Now listen to this: we have him on video kissing the boy. The girl says, "Yeah, he kissed me on the lips and gave me candy," right? So now we have video evidence of him doing it once. The sister of the kid in the, yeah. uh, from the video says he, he did it to her, too. So there's two right. now, right? Right. He was sentenced to a year probation and must undergo a mental health evaluation. Now, I'm not a parent. No. But if I was, I would be up in arms today if I lived in Florida. Like, what do you mean? Am I to believe, then... That you can take a 10-year-old off the street, kiss him on the lips, and you get a year probation, and then you got to go talk to a doctor. There's no jail. There should be. There should be. Put it through this filter, Canton, as you're sitting there, probably on your way to work. If one of us just grabbed your 10-year-old daughter, started making out with her on the street, do you want me in jail for that? My guess is yes. Yeah. Of course. I would want me in jail for that. Of course. You should be in jail for that. How do you only get a year probation for that? How is that possible? Now I you know I, I want to make this perfectly clear up front that I'm playing devil's devil's advocate here, and I Matt Fantone am 100 percent against any sexual contact between an adult and a minor. And 100 percent of cases, just both be 18 and both say yes. That's our and rule. That's, that's 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 all I care it's about. Good rule. That's all I care about is is, is is consent and over the age of 18. You can do whatever else you I want like with it. your life. Um, but how many times have we seen this story with opposite sexes, with a female teacher and a middle school student? And we do see them get a year's worth of probation, and nothing happens to them. I mean, crazy too. We see it. We see it time and time and time again. And I know the fact that this was gay makes it like more like, oh my god. Yeah, no. But to be fair, though, we did just do this about a month ago, where we found out that women who have been accused of this were actually got probation more often than the men. Remember that guy was doing twenty five years in jail, and that woman did like nine months of probation. So So, that happens. mm -hmm. That 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 can happen. So what I'm going to my greatest. My great point of the, all this is is that by allowing this to be okay when it's a hot female teacher and a and a male student, we're allowing this to be everything else. Like, why? Where? How can how can we act outraged about this when this happens on a regular basis and nobody blinks an eye? At the it? truth of the matter is this: it's only hot 
when like Pornhub parodies it and when Ava Adams is your pretend teacher and the student she's taking advantage of is 28 and you can tell. You know what I mean? Like that's the only time it's hot. You're right. Like as a parent, I would probably be out. Now people are calling the cops into question asking, why did you even release this video? Yeah. And he says, many folks have been asking us why we released the video in the teacher student kissing case. Dear God. The short answer, he says, is because the media asked for it and then we have to release it. That was Chief Dan Alexander in a statement he wrote on Facebook. He's like, we didn't just put it out there to spice up your Tuesday. He's like, some folks in the media think it's important for you to see it, so we follow the law to the best of our ability. And, uh, you know, welcome to society now where we want to see it to make sure you're telling us the truth. That's who we are. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I can understand why, you know, introducing more evidence into the public eye, you know, it makes sense. But when you have evidence like that and you have a a probation situation, I mean, why even make it illegal? Why not just let people make out with 10-year-olds? You know, yeah. (laughs) I mean... Davis tweeting in says, teachers cannot teach with certain crimes on the record. He probably lost his license. Again, that is a punishment. But again, if I made out with a 10-year-old girl in this studio, I expect more punishment than losing my job. Yeah, you should lose your job. You should be fired. <laughs> like right? A crowd should be coming at you with pitchforks. Yeah. I would hope also Phantom would get up and be like, bro, right. I I'm not standing right. right here watching any of that, as that would be the right way to handle that. Sean says, I don't want you in jail. I want you in my backyard so I can handle it myself. And I would imagine that that's probably an average father's reaction to hearing about that. And that doesn't, honestly, that's not even over the line. I could totally understand that emotion. We'll talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com. We'll do so next. Hang on. The Scansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We're also online, WRQK.com. If you missed yesterday's program, you can podcast it there. Also, if you're in a relationship and don't know where to go out to eat, Fantone has fixed that problem for you with the restaurant randomizer. Grab that in the Sansbury Show section of WRQK.com as well. Joining us now is Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. My man, thank you so much for uh, for amending your schedule and joining us. No, sorry I couldn't make it work yesterday. I'm good, uh, glad we can make it work out. Yeah, better to talk to you today after a win anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, big win last night. LeBron probably did not have his best game ever. But Kyrie kind of stepped up. And, you know, I was saying the other day that I don't think LeBron cares. I don't think he cares about sweeping the Celtics. I also think that there might be a little bit of, you know what, let Golden State sweep. Everybody will start talking about how they're so much better than me. And then everybody will start to count me and the rest of the Cavaliers out. And then next thing you know, it's game seven. I'm smacking balls off the backboard again. We win the title and everybody has to shut their mouths. Right? Am, am, am I giving LBJ too much credit here? I don't know if it's too much credit. I do think they wanted to sweep the Celtics. Um, I, and I think that they're sitting there today with, you know, Kyrie's ankles probably a little sore and, you know, LeBron's probably icing his knees a little bit and wondering, man, if we would have played a one better half of basketball, we'd have the next, you know, June 1st is, is game one. Do you know what I mean? So if they, they would have all this time off again and kind of recuperate. That, you know, that said, I don't think they're concerned. The, the issue becomes with the way the Western Conference schedule, they had two games in, and we talked about it last week. They had two games in before the Cavs played one. Right. And if, right. They, if, they, if, they, if the Cavs sweep, the schedule evens out because, like, by game three, I think it catches up. Now the issue becomes they'll, they'll, they'll remain a game behind. So it, it is a bit of a disadvantage. I don't think it's the end of the world by any means. Um, 
And and uh, you know, you mentioned LeBron didn't have the best game. He still dropped thirty five points. Right. Which I mean, just, right. you know, so it's it's all relative. I get it. But I mean, they, the the big three Sporter assisted on ninety two percent of the Chiefs' points last night, which is which is just incredible. That's huge. If anybody's going to be icing their knees down, it's not LeBron. It's the Boston fans. That's who should be getting ready to ice those knees down. I um, do you see them closing out in ga- in the next game? I do. Um, you know, they they've just been the better team. It's not like. You know, you, you, we go back to, like, the Washington-Boston series. That, that series could have went either way, and I know we talked mm-hmm. about how good Boston was at home against Washington and how things would go be in their favor, and you saw Washington just go ice cold. I just – this is just such a different level of competition for them that if it wasn't for the Cavs going ice cold from every facet of the game in the second half of Game 3, you know, we're talking about the NBA Finals. And, and I think they recognize that um, every time – the Cavs win, the, you know, the post-game sounds from these guys are like, well, well, what are we supposed to do? You know, Brad Stevens even said they didn't think they did anything wrong last night. The Cavs are just that good, and Kyrie Irving is just that good. You know, they defended him well. They, they stuck to a lot of their principles. Avery Bradley probably would have liked a little more help. Sure. Um, you know, but sure. they, they kept him on a bit of an island because they wanted to stick to the three-point shooters. You know, so you're, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You can't guard everybody all the time. And they picked their battles a little bit last night, and it just so happened that they they picked the wrong one. It was absolutely amazing last night watching Kyrie Irving, the body control the guy has, the ability to get to the hoop. Um, you know, honestly, there was a point last night I was like, you know what, dude, it, the world is flat. This whole thing's right, dude. You know, <laughs> Kyrie's got it. Um, speak on, on 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 what it took for him to you know step up into that role when LeBron was obviously in foul trouble early in the game, and 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 really speak on the growth that Kyrie's had from you know even last year into the year before when LeBron first came here. Like, how much better is Kyrie Irving? Well, the thing is, I don't think people realize how difficult the things he did last night are to actually execute. Um, whether it's beating guys off the dribble the way he did or getting the ball, not just over the arms of one or two extra defenders, who are, by the way, almost a full foot taller than he is, but having a kiss off the angles that it does and get in. I mean, the way he puts English on the ball. I mean, the, the, the kid is... You know, I know Steph Curry gets a lot of credit for being a similar player underneath the rim, um, but Kyrie's underneath the rim abilities are almost as good as anyone's above the rim abilities, if not better. Um, you know, he, he was very, very engaging last night. Um, I, I think it's easy to do that when you drop 42 in a playoff game. Sure. But, uh, you know, he, 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 when he, when he, when he speaks the way he does and answers questions the way he does, you realize he's a very mature 25. It's it's crazy to think he's only 25, and it seems like he's been in Cleveland forever. Um, but it, 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 he still has a lot of room to grow, which I think might be the scariest thing of all. I want to talk to you a little bit about Tristan Thompson, because there was a lot of heat on this guy early on in the season, and partially from me. I was one of those, oh, keep the Kardashian girls away from these dudes, right? Because it's just they've seemed to be NBA kryptonite. But Tristan Thompson, balling out. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. I mean, right now it seems like he's worth all that money we paid. We paid him. I mean, he's really finding his way right now. Tristan is. I, I'd argue he's worth more. Um, the reason Kevin Love went seventeen and seventeen last night is because the Celtics are petrified of him getting offensive rebounds. They're throwing two or three guys at him on every possible rebounding opportunity. He still had a seven and seven game, but game three, even though the Cavs lost, Tristan Thompson was amazing. And, you know, and, I, right. and we talked about it last week. You could argue he's been their second-best player 
Now, it helps that Kyrie has done what he's done over the last three games, but over the entire postseason, um, Tristan Thompson's versatility defensively, I mean, he was picking up guards last night who were attempting to get to the rim and had to think twice, and then, yeah, sometimes it ended up in a kickout three or something that, you know, probably wasn't exactly fortunate, but it took the Celtics out of their game plan and forced them to make adjustments, and that's all you can ask for a guy like him. And, you know, I know the, you know, the Kardashian thing was, was, you know, it's good for headlines and, you know, gossip, you know, sites and stuff, love that kind of stuff. But, you know, James Harden isn't doing too bad either. I mean, the guy's probably going to win the MVP this year. Yeah, but. Um, and, you know, and, and Tristan is, uh, is, 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 and you could argue he's gotten better since, uh, since they got together, despite all of the, uh, the concerns that it would be a huge distraction. That's one, but that's the big difference between Tristan and James Harden. James Harden got better when Chloe left, and that's why everybody was like, "Oh my God, he started balling out when she, let, you know, when they were done." And now Tristan's going into it, and so people thought that that's what was going to happen. But I got to give Tristan Thompson credit. That's a lot of attention to bring onto yourself dating one of those girls. You're in the news every single day, and he is risen to the pressure of it, earning that paycheck, earning that yeah. Kardashian baby. I love it. Yeah, man. <laughs> dude, dude, your boy's all about it over here. I just want him to share the Kardashian. I don't need a ring. I don't need a champion. I don't need any of that. I just, dude, I just want to turn on Chloe. That's all I want. Uh, speaking of a Cavalier that dates an incredibly hot chick, uh, Kevin Love, um, he, dude, I mean, 17 and 17, that's not a number that, or numbers that you should just kind of scoff at and walk away from. Um, what's up with, you know, I, I guess, what's up with this newly, I, I feel like, rejuvenated Kevin Love? Why does he look so comfortable out there? Why is Kevin Love playing the best basketball he's ever played in a Cavaliers jersey right now? Well, because he's being guarded by a piece of garbage in Kelly Olynyk for an nice. entire game. I mean, nice. that, that, that re- it really is a big difference between Objective. Kelly Olynyk and and the guys he's faced up to this point. So don't get me wrong, but he's he, we we talk about Kyrie, we talk about LeBron. Kevin Love's averaging, I think, twenty six and thirteen over this series. Um, you know, four four double doubles in four games, uh, career high playoff rebounding number in seventeen last night. Um, you know, he was obviously amazing from the lot, or from the free three point line in game three, kind of cooled down a little bit in the second half, but that he's finding his rhythm and the Cavs aren't just using him early on. You know, that was, you know, kind of the gripe against Kevin, you know, he would start strong in the first quarter and then kind of disappear. That was mostly game plan more than anything. Um, now he's, he's being involved very much into games, you know, again, 17 rebounds was huge last night. The Cavs needed every one of them. And then he had that, you know, the Cavs were kind of waffling back between a three and six point lead. And then Kevin hits that three from the left wing and really starts to blow things up. I mean, he, he deserves as much credit as anyone. And uh, for somebody who, you know, by the way, is coming off midseason knee surgery to, uh, oh, to, to right. do all this, it's even, it's even more remarkable. I completely forgot about that. Um, not to nitpick a victory, because obviously last night was a big win. Last night, you know, it felt like the, the nail in the coffin to the Boston Celtics. Um, but there was a couple of points of concern. Number one, first of all, what, what was Ty Lue thinking leaving LeBron in the game in the second quarter with three fouls? You do. Ty Lue has the hardest job in the NBA. <laughs> don't you dare. I don't you dare. Dude, that's a hard job coaching the greatest player ever. Um, yeah, you're not pulling LeBron there, um, especially the, given the frustration. And he said after the game, um, you know, he didn't think he would get a foul, you know, another foul the next minute. Um, and if you, yeah, you had to take LeBron out after four, but don't, I mean, it's, it's worth mentioning he didn't have another foul from that point forward. Um, you know, there was a couple moments in the game where I think he wanted to die for a 50-50 ball or, or do something that he, you know, thought twice about just because of his foul trouble. But, uh, you know, I, yeah, it could have went horribly wrong. 
Um, but, you know, as Brad Stevens said, even when LeBron sat, the Cavs still have two All-Stars on the floor. You know, so it's sure. not it's not like, you know, it's the, it's the end of days when, when, when he has to sit. But I, I get what you mean. Um, you know, that could, it was a move that could have backfired miserably either way. Uh, but credit to the Cavs, uh, you know, second unit for, for doing what they did through that second and third quarter, uh, largely with LeBron having to watch a little bit. I mean, that, you know, they... It was a stretch where they made 21 of 24 straight baskets, and I realized some of that had LeBron on there. But uh, you know, it was there, there was there was a lot of of stepping up there. You know, most you know Kyrie Irving uh, obviously was was the, was the big leader there, but uh, but the rest of the team did a did a fantastic job on both ends of the floor when they tried to close that gap. We're talking to Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. Scott, I will say this to you. It was a few months ago while while I was watching the NBA, where I was like, you know what? I feel like the Cavs make the finals. Um, but it just looked like Golden State was just clicking too well. Too many weapons, too hard to guard, the spacing of the floor going to be difficult, that whole thing. And yet, now we're in the playoffs, and I've seen the switch get flipped, and, and they have, they've kind of flipped it. I'm not sure the Warriors can beat us now. Like, I'm starting to, like, now I'm getting down to that point where it's like, dude, are you really going to be the guy that doubts LeBron, goddamn James, in the NBA Finals? You know what I mean? People forget he did take the Warriors to six games with he and, like, nobody. Now, they added Durant, but I think that that made him longer and a better shooting team. I don't think it made him any more physical. Are, are you like me? Do you think the Cavs might end up, honestly, like, they might upset the Warriors here? Well, if they win, it's an upset. That's for sure. I mean, the you know the odds are heavily in, in Golden State's favor. And yeah, I was talking are. to someone last night who's pretty well versed in all things NBA, and he says there there it, there will be a game where the Cavs lose by like thirty, you know, and we're and we're just wondering you know what the hell happened. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to lose the series because don't forget there was they they lost by thirty or you know I think it was like what twenty four in game one last year. Oh, um, yeah. You know, and, and we were all wondering you know oh man you know maybe maybe. Maybe things aren't going as well as we as we had assumed, but but it's it's a seven game series. Um, you know, both teams have a ton of star power, and it just depends on you know which which stars rise to the occasion at that given night. Um, the Cavs have a way of really taking Steph Curry out of basketball games. The guy has not looked like himself any time he's facing the Cleveland Cavaliers, and when you have that, that's 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 a huge advantage for Cleveland. Um, you know, they're going to prove to be tough matchups. You know, Tristan Thompson and Draymond Green. You know, Tristan will have his hands full. You know, Kevin yeah. Love, you know, I don't know what you're going to do there to, uh, you know, from a matchup perspective. Ty Lue's going to have a, a heck of a time trying to scheme against that. But at the end of the day, you have really good players, and you do have the best player in the world on your roster in LeBron James. And when you have that, you give yourself a really good chance to win a basketball game. Yeah, I um, I, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to come around to LeBron and company being able to get it done in the finals. That's Scott from winningfornextyear.com. Buddy, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, guys. Talk to you again next week. Canton police involved in a fatal shooting yesterday. We'll give you the details next on the Stansbury Show. Show on Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Coming up at 9 o'clock, the world's most famous criminal might be getting out on parole. That's going to be interesting. We'll get into that at 9 o'clock. Now, however, Canton police are reporting that they were involved in an officer-involved fatal shooting in a Northwest Canton neighborhood. Lieutenant Les Marino confirmed early this morning that the incident took place around 12.50 in the a.m. 
uh, on 22nd Street Northwest. He then referred further questions to detectives who were continuing the investigation. And they confirmed that a uh, that an early investigation indicated that the shooting involved the suspect and two officers. And this incident then resulted in the death of the suspect. It did turn out the suspect uh, had succumbed to the wounds. Um, they do not or will not yet uh, release the details on the shooting. He says, right now we're in the first hours of the investigation. We're going to conduct a very professional and thorough investigation. It's definitely something we owe to everyone involved in this incident, and we'll be very transparent in how we do it, but that is going to take some time. We definitely want to get the information out when we can. The results of the investigation will be reviewed by the prosecutor's office and the grand jury. The officers have since been placed on uh, administrative leave with pay, and the fraternal order of police uh, you know, critical incident team has been made available to assist the officers with any issues they may have, like you know, being traumatized over right. having shot somebody to death. With that, is going to be part of that. You're right. Um, so, uh, you know, this has happened. We don't, you know, it's hard to speculate without any more details than that, other than the suspect has died. Obviously, more and more will come out about this. Um, just because he was mentioned in this, um, shout out to Officer Marino, a friend of my dad out of nowhere. And my really? dad's like, hey, do you know Les Marino down in Canton? And I'm like, oh, the cop? And he's like, yeah, dude, I knew that guy, blah, blah, blah. So, really? uh, yeah, shout out to him. Interesting. Um, I, I feel like the, the statement that you just read is exactly what I wanted to hear. How do you mean? And, well, you know, we're going to do a thorough investigation, which will be very transparent. That's what I want. And everybody deserves to know what happened here. Like, this isn't this isn't like the boys in blue protecting the boys in blue. I don't feel like that at all. I feel like this is police officers holding themselves and each other up to sure, very high yeah. standards here. And, you know, as somebody who's been critical of police shootings in the past and things like that, this this there there's obviously going to be cases where an officer's life is on the line and he has to protect himself. She has to protect herself. I'm 100% for that, dude. I want the cop to come home at the end of the day. I just want it to be transparent and to know what actually happened and 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 to make sure that like the 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 protocols were being followed. And if that's the case, then God bless this cop and 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 I'm glad that things ended up the way that they did. Every when I talk to when I talk to good cops, you know what they say? They like transparent because it then erases people's speculation that they're all awful. Right. And, and, you know, when we talk to Lamar Sharp, we'll have him on the show a lot. And when we do, I always say to him, what he does is so important because he shows a community that cops aren't just guys who kick in the door to arrest your cousin right. or pull you over for, you know, not wearing a seatbelt, that they actually do other things in the community that are very, very important. You know what I mean? And so I, I believe wholeheartedly in community policing and the Canton Police Department honestly does a fantastic job at community uh, you know, policing. I hope that this all ends up on the up and up and that this was a justified shoot and all that. I hope so. Uh, but more details will come out. What I read to you was from the CantonRep.com. You know, you bring up the community policing and that that's why with at least for me. I'm not automatically jumping to the worst because I know Canton cops and I believe that Canton cops are doing their best in the community. How many times have we said with as much as this happens, we haven't seen one of these here right. and now we have. And so I would then I, I would like to think that it's because this is what needed to have happen versus the this is just what we did. And, and the first words out of their mouth are transparency. The first words out of their mouth are we need to make sure that this is a thorough investigation. Dude, hats off to CPD, dude. Yeah, Thank and, you guys for doing what you do. And you got to put you got to put them on, you know, admin leave you have yeah, to yeah but they're still being yeah, yeah. paid because we don't know if they were guilty uh, of wrongdoing or not yet but that has happened that info is available for you where i got it at canton rep 
Stansbury.com. More Stansbury Show right around the corner. And this time, it turns out the first lady might be, honestly, the biggest hater of the president of all. We'll get you filled in next. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. A little highlight from the Cavaliers game last night. Online for you right now. At WRQK.com in the Stansbury Show section, you can see JR and his family bringing their daughter home. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. She finally gets to come home. That's cool. It was uh, right after the game. I know a reporter was looking for JR Smith, and Kyrie said, like, nah, dude, Swish is gone, went to go be with his family, and rightfully so. Seeing the pictures of it, like he and his wife like holding hands, walking out of the hospital with the baby, that's awesome. I mean, as a guy who doesn't have kids, doesn't plan to do it, it's, that is, it's, it's a cool visual. I, dude, I, I mean, honestly, J.R. Smith at this point in, in, in his, his run as a Cavalier, he has to be a top 10 all-time Cavalier for me of my favorites. Um, just based on like the growth of that man, what was once like the dude who was notorious. The knucklehead of the NBA. Right. You know, Think it, about that statement. The knucklehead of knuckleheads. Right. You know, the pipe message to, to chicks on, on Twitter and stuff like that, the notorious, you know, kind of reputation that he had. And then last year they win the title and he's bawling, he's thanking his dad. And, and, and then now there's, you know, his premature daughter's finally going home. And it just really has been just awesome to watch that guy really mature as, as a player and as a man. I want the video of 50-year-old J.R. Smith when the wife's like smacking it in the side, asking what <laughs> happened to the pipe. I can't, I can't wait for that video. I hope TMZ's live in the in the Smith household for that one. I love Jr. Man, I, and I think and and I say this all the time. You cannot downplay the importance of the LeBron James effect on Jr. Smith. Of course, that that that's what you're seeing there. You're seeing a guy given a second chance. Got a chance at a title and then realized, oh my God, I'm playing with the best player in the world. I could probably learn stuff. If I just start emulating what LeBron does, my game will get elevated. My my brand will get elevated. Everything will be better. And you got... Somebody can show you the way as much as you want, but you have to be willing to see the path. And Jr. was, and so you got to give him a little credit there. It just you know, even on the defensive end alone, you can see how much better he is thanks to LeBron. And dude, that's one of the beautiful things about LeBron James, and one of the things that will 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 continue to make him one of the best basketball players on the planet for the foreseeable future. Is he does he makes guys better. You can see it in, in Jr. Smith, and you can certainly see it in Kyrie Irving. You know, the guy from the moment he became a Cavalier was just a dynamic player, the body control, the ability to get to the rim of Kyrie, it's it's, it's incredible. Um, but over the past two, three years, this clutch gene that has just come out in him and this this clutch performance when he's able to take things over, I, I, I attribute a big part of that to LeBron James. Yeah, yeah I, it'd be crazy not to. So I saw now not one, but now two separate videos of this. And we haven't really gotten into this over the last few days, but I do think it's interesting. Okay. Have you seen these videos where like Trump's trying to reach out for Melania's hand and she's like, nah, like the one dude, she like literally smacks his hand away. That was the first one. And then yesterday I saw the video circulating around the internet where like he goes to reach for her hand getting off the plane and she kind of like conveniently like pulls it up to do something with her face or adjust her glasses or something like that. And you could maybe excuse one, but both of them a day and a half apart. They do kind of feel like I'm on this stupid tour with you. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do any of this. And I think it's a little. What do I say? The optics don't look good. 
Right? Um, like, it, if I went out to dinner with you this weekend and your girlfriend, and we're walking out of the restaurant, and you're, let's say, you two are walking in front of me. Right. And you go to reach out for her hand, and she pulls it away. I'm going to walk to my car thinking, oh, they must have gotten into a fight on the way to the restaurant tonight. Maybe that's why things were weird over appetizers. Right? Like, aren't we? I mean, now, granted, they're a married couple and fights happen. Yeah, of course. And, I mean, just because you're the president of the United States of America doesn't mean that you're not going to fight with your wife. Maybe Um, even more so. Right. Get that God complex going. Oh, and I mean, I I think it's fair to say that President Trump has a pretty uh, high opinion of himself, and and you can definitely see where that Yeah, confidence is is abound. But I don't know, dude. I feel like people have been losing their minds about this. And, you know, there's a part of me that said, well, dude. You're in a professional setting, not even a professional setting. You're goddamn the president going over to the Middle East. This is a pretty important moment. Maybe to her, it was like, hey, this isn't the avenue for a public display of affection. Maybe this isn't the right time for it. Yeah, but that's pretty standard. Like, that's kind of the way those visuals go down. Especially when you're in the Middle East. And maybe the thought of hers was that, like, you know, dude, obviously there's tons of issues with women and how they're treated in the Middle East. Maybe I would be better served to look a little bit more, uh, you know, independent. And not even independent to look a little bit more like like Trump is himself. He doesn't need me standing by him. Donald's himself. And and it's not like I'm separating myself, but trying to make him look like, I don't know, more presidential. Well, I like it. I, I, I like how far you're willing to try to go. As somebody who's not a big supporter of President Trump. There. But, buddy, that sounds a little. So she thought more about how he's going to come off looking to those guys than he did. I don't know about that. I like the fact that you're trying to bail them both out on it. This is, let's be honest, he's a difficult person. Yeah. And I would imagine being first lady is difficult. Of course. And I would imagine, all right, I was no Barack Obama lover, okay? I was very critical of him while he was president. Voted for him, but I was critical of him, Okay. My guess is when he decided to run for president, that was probably a family conversation. Like, he probably at least ran it by Michelle. Like, hey, I think that this might be a thing that we should do. I'm willing to bet Trump decided to run for president and never told her. Never consulted her. Never had that conversation. And now she's stuck in this thing she wishes she wasn't. And you're starting to see visuals of it. And they both got to know that you live in the most digital age ever. And that we are going to call over this stuff left and right. I mean, she knows that there. Anytime, anytime you're outside, there's a camera on both of you. Yes, yes. At any point, as the first lady, as the president of the United States, always cameras, always recorders. You're you're being visually and audio recorded. Which, by the way, you would think we would see more picking of wedgies by these people, but you don't. That's a whole other issue. I'm just a child that finds that stuff interesting. I I I, I feel like with this and maybe even the second one, the second hand slap away. I mean, you've said this since the beginning, is that President Trump is great at... Diversion? Diversion, yeah. I mean, hey, it's it's magician moves. Like, hey, while I'm grabbing the card from out from underneath my sleeve. So you think this was maybe orchestrated? In the very least, he saw the opportunity of the first one, and people started talking about it. He was like, hey, do that again. That way people aren't talking about Russia. People aren't talking about, you know, the budget plan that I just put in, which cuts $800 billion from Medicaid, cuts food stamps by a third. Like, maybe maybe it's that. It's... it's yeah. But his people want that. 
dude, who are the biggest, what states are the biggest government entitlement recipients on the face of the planet? It's red states. So you can say you want that until you're the one who's having your food stamps cut when you're the one having your Medicaid cut. Yeah, you, other people cut it, and then when your check gets cut, dude, you ain't going to feel the same way. All right, I can maybe see him looking to capitalize on the second. Yep. Hey, look, the first one went viral. Yep. Let's do this again, and then nobody will pay. Yeah, We're not talking right. about Russia. They're not talking about Russia. I could see that. I could see that. We're not talking about Russia either, but boy, what a cluster F that's all turning into. Oof. Not looking good for your boy. I, dude, I said, I'll be surprised if he makes it all four years. I remember saying when he got elected, they are out to get him. And we live in a digital age where everybody's got Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and stories can be recirculated 10,000 times a day. That sooner or later, the fever of this, they have them in the crosshairs and this we are going to live through the first one of these like public hunting. We're going to take this dude out. Not like physically, not like murder him. But I'm telling you, they are out to get him. And I think you might see it happen in the end because. He doesn't really go out of his way to to stop doing stuff that's like, should a president do that? Like, he doesn't necessarily go out of his way to do that kind of stuff. So it's going to be very interesting. But I I thought that having been in relationships before, you can tell what the body language is. The body language is, don't you dare touch me. You'll be lucky to touch me again for a year. I've had women angry at me. Believe me, nobody. Dude, I take women from happy to angry and like zero to 60 and faster than any production car on the planet. So I know what it looks like when they're pissed. I'm good at it. <laughs> I'm fantastic at girl at making them mad. Like I'm by accident. And I'm sure he's very similar that way. She was angry. Looked that way to me anyway. The world's most famous criminal. Most famous criminal we have in the United States is up for parole. And the media storm to follow will be amazing. We'll get you filled in next. Hang on. <laughs> Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. I'm currently online at WRQK.com looking at our show section, the Sansbury Show section, and I'm using this restaurant randomizer that you've put up. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a wheel, and you just press the button, and it spins, and it just like spits out a name of a restaurant here in the area. Now, some of them are you know, uh, mom-and-pop places. So there are some chains here because it's 100 options it gives you. And it doesn't tell you what they are on the wheel. You just got to click it, you spin it, and then it spits one out. And the reason why I'm currently doing this right now is I have a friend who's going to be in town about 5 p.m. this evening. Okay. She'll be here all weekend. Does not live here. Lives in Canada. Does not live here yet. And uh, Stansbury, I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, actually, she's going to be moving to Los Angeles for a new job, I believe. And um, and I'm so happy for her and of, me because I get to go to Lo- I get to go to Los Angeles. Now. A lot of people call Canton the L.A. of the East, so I don't know about that one, buddy. By a lot of people, he means him, <laughs> and for the first time right now. But I'm using this thing to like try to figure out where to take her to dinner. And it turns out there's a lot. I can't believe this that there's a ton of restaurants in the area I've never eaten at. Yeah, I uh, came up with a list of 100 yesterday. So, it, it, you know, there's Canton, there's North Canton, there's Maslin, there's Alliance. It kind of gets, you know, all over all over the area here. Um, but I'm worried 
And you've oh, just no. been sitting there clicking, clicking, clicking. I'm worried this is going to turn into Netflix for some people, where you're going to spend more time looking for a movie to watch than actually watching That's the movie. That's currently what's happening to me, because I'm like, right. nope, don't want that. Nope, don't want that. Well, the, the, the idea of it was, was that you're putting your fate into the wheel's hands. Have to select what they select for well, you. Well, the first one you get, yeah, that's no, the one that. you go to. Nah. And now stands where it's like, no, I'm just going to go until it says George's. <laughs> it is Wednesday. It is Burger Day. But she's been there. I've taken her there. Uh, the last time she was in town, I've taken her there. And we'll honestly, it's the weekend. We'll eat there before, yeah. you know what I mean, before she leaves. Stansbury can't say no chicken and waffle sandwich. Oh. It's physically impossible for him to do. I've never seen it done. I've, <laughs> you know what I mean, I don't know if it's physically impossible, but I've never seen it done. Oh, this says basil. Maybe I'll just take her there. there. You go. It's Basil's never, fantastic. Never a bad call. So it looks as if there's a possibility that the world, well, America's most famous criminal, could be out on parole. Okay. OJ Simpson. The juice. Has a parole hearing in July. If granted parole, he could be released as early as October. The Nevada Department of Correction says that an exact hearing date will be set next month. And Simpson, who is serving nine to 33 years in prison at Lovelock Correctional Center in Nevada. Not going to get into it, but I've actually been to Lovelock, and that is a terrifying place. Simpson 70, I was not in jail. Just just, make that declaration. I was not. Simpson 70, convicted of uh, first-degree kidnapping, armed robbery, and conspiracy to commit a violent crime after authorities say he robbed several men at a Las Vegas casino hotel room back in, God, 07 for trying to retrieve memorabilia and personal items that did belong to him. Now, they're saying for OJ safety, they're not just going to open the doors to the public, but they are going to do a live streaming of his parole hearing. That's going to be, that's strange, right? That can't be yeah. commonplace, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think so. They say there's no threat currently. Nothing is happening to indicate there will be an issue, but they said, you know what, to keep it safe for everybody and because he's a high profile inmate they're going to do it live streaming he was denied parole OJ was back in 2013 and said at the time that he regretted entering the hotel room are they going to let him out you think well I mean you got to remember he's not in jail for killing Nicole no and was it Ron Goldman yeah and I always thought that that was pretty clear that when the judge threw the book at him for this robbery charge... Oh, the punishment that that, that could have been given to him versus what was handed to him, you could tell the judge was kind of like laying it on him. So, I was just a little bit... and Because in my heart, dude, I think O.J. Simpson did it. I think he killed his wife, and I think he killed Ron Goldman, too. Oh, so, I totally believe that. So, yeah. I, I, I didn't have much issue with them throwing the book at him, because I was like, well, dude, a murderer is going to jail. But if I'm going to be like fair and kind of balance out the, 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 the concept of justice, then... It kind of loses faith in the justice system a little, right? That, they, that we can do a make good? Yeah. That I mean, doesn't seem... I don't, I don't want that to be true of me when I'm in front of a judge. Last night 
play during the Cavaliers game, there was a make good foul. Kyle Korver fouled a dude, and then two plays later, Kyle Korver got called for a BS foul. And I had a hard time justifying that in my head. I'm like, no, dude, if you miss the call, you miss the call. And if you're going to apply that to sports, then I have to apply that to the to, to the judicial system. And I don't know if- where I care more about accuracy than I do on a basketball court. Right. So I don't. I, I don't know. I there, like I said, there's a part of me that supports a murderer being in jail. But he was not found guilty of murder. Therefore, how do I have faith in the judicial system for that? I, I have a hard time with it. You know, there was a rumor about a month ago that said one of the Jenner girls wanted to, like, date him. And that they were going to do, like, a rea- Like, I guess he is obsessed with one of the Jenner chicks. And he... I guess was like talking about it and then there was speculation that like a reality show would be happening like he would get out of prison and they would like house up together and like the TV and of course TVs are gonna I mean dude executive producers for reality television shows are gonna jump all over that the media storm that would happen if OJ Simpson gets out of jail I mean dude that's all we would have to talk about for a week that will move the needle like nothing else. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, sitting here in the birthplace of the NFL, you know, where a bust of O.J. Simpson sits. Still sits. Still sits. Remember when that got stolen back in the 90s, dude? I find, and I listen, I don't want anybody stealing stuff from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but that will forever be like an LOL moment for me where it's just like some dude stole, stole a 30-pound bust of O.J. Simpson and then threw it out the window on 77, dude. Just threw it out the window driving back up to Cleveland. That is pretty awesome. That's ridiculous, dude. How did that happen? I I kind of want OJ to get out. I feel so dirty saying that because I think he's guilty of two murders. Yeah. But he's not in jail for that. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, the ball's on a guy to, to write a book, though, like, if I killed her, this is what it is. I mean, the ball's on that guy. You'd think the bust was heavy. I think OJ's testicles are probably heavier. That's crazy. To write that book is insane. I kind of hope they want. I kind of hope they let him out. As a guy who gets paid to tell you crazy stories, that will be a media onslaught like nothing else. And well, I can guarantee you, it will not be long after he's released that Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame city, will host O.J. Simpson for something. I can guarantee you. You think? Oh, dude, he'll come to the Hall of Fame. He'll come be a part of stuff. Oh yeah. You think the Hall of Fame parades him out there he's on their still, stage? He's still in there. Uh, I think that's one of those things where they won't take you out. But I don't think they're going to highlight him. I think no that, way. Are, are they going to have O.J. Simpson parade? No. Is O.J. Simpson going to become a part of something? Is O.J. Simpson going to be there at the Hall of Fame game? Speaking. Yes. Uh, speaking. Does the Hall of Fame have O.J. come in town to, to, like, as an engagement speaker? I vote there's no way. That comes off a little tone deaf, right? Out of jail, dude. He got out of jail. Paid his time. I mean, isn't that the whole thing? Is that, you know, you serve your time. Now you're back in society. You're back as a part of a member of the community. <sighs> Second chances and all that. I don't think it's the organization they go through with that one. I just don't see it. I could be way wrong. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Toby Keith. OJ Simpson. It's the concert for legends, everybody. How amazing would that be? (laughs) They say he won't be out till about October, so he would miss that. Now, I'm not going to go off on a whole other side tangent here, right? And I'm not, but I am going to point. But I am going to point something out. As we both have sat here. And told you that we think O.J. Simpson committed those murders. I want you to understand this when I'm bitching about this in other aspects, in other social stories that that engage us all. Twitter would have thought O.J. was innocent. 
I'm just saying, dude, if Twitter would have been around back then, it would have been OJ's innocent. So you think about that before you get those fingers all worked up about stuff that happens. Because you're probably wrong about it. As Twitter has historically been known to be. Free Twi- the juice. Twitter would have thought, yeah, Twitter would have thought OJ was innocent. For sure they would have. All right. Sometimes irony is justice. And we'll tell you how that happens next on the Stansbury Show. <laughs> the Stansbury Show on Canton's Rock Station. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 1069. Online for you, WRQK.com, where I cannot stop spinning this restaurant <laughs> randomizer. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it as I have guests coming in for the weekend trying to figure out where I should take them for dinner. You know what? There's a great pick. Walkable from my house. Luca, great pick. You know what? That's where we're having dinner tonight. Decided on. Done. There you Done go. so. There you go. That's where we're having dinner tonight. She says she's going to be here around 5 o'clock this evening, so... That'll be good. Dude, it stresses me out when people come stay with me. Yeah. I'm not good at it. Yeah. I don't like people in my zone. Even like, Heather's one of my favorite people on planet Earth. I don't want her in my space. I didn't have the heart to tell her, but she was like, you know, I think maybe for our birthdays, I'm just going to come into town. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. But behind it, I was like, no, don't do, let's not do that. Now, this is the woman who uh, who visited you last summer, correct? She did indeed. Um. How was it last summer? Was it like, oh my god, this is seventy-two hours of hell, or did it turn out? I had all right. If if I'm gonna be honest, and she's probably listening because she's making the drive right now and listening via iHeartRadio. Um, I had a fantastic time when she was here, but on my way to the airport to drop her, like when I dropped her off at the airport on my way home, I was like, okay, I'm back to normal. Like I'm getting, I, I like I can be me in my home again. I can, um, I, I just, I really enjoy being by myself. I just really enjoy it. Well, and it's, it's weird when, you know, at this point, me and my girlfriend can be ourselves in our home together. You're in a relationship. This right. is my friend. Right. right. Well, but and you've got that little bit of weirdness where it's not exactly your friend. Because if I had one of my buddies coming over to my house for three days, for the most part, I'd be the same person. Not much would change. But she's in that weird place when where. When it's the opposite sex, it is different. Right. So, you know. Oh, you're just in that. In and that. we have slept together before. And is this going to be a, I mean, are you pulling out the cot for her? You got to blow a bear mattress? What do you got there? The last, <laughs> no, we shared the bed last time See? she was here. See? So, it, but it, again, we shared that bed and did not share the bed. If it was one of your buddies, it would be different. But the fact that she is a chick that you have some history with there, it, yeah. it, it complicates the entire situation. You're going to feel like you're on a 72-hour date as opposed to hanging out Ugh, with your friend for 72 hours. That sounds hours. horrific. Yeah, and it's going to be the reality of your weekend, buddy. Happy birthday, Stansberry! <laughs> right, uh. right. Now, this is how my life works. It's my birthday every day of the year. Yeah. I come and go as I please. Right. I do what I want. Plays I play golf, golf whenever I want. I got a, cares, I got a great job that I like. And so, like, dude, everything comes up all, you know, all system Stansberry every single day. Right. So, like, your life. birthday? No, here comes, you know, thumbtacks and the balls. Like, Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Now, think about that. That just, that gives you a little peer into who I am as a person. That one of my favorite people in the world's coming here, and I'm referring to it as thumbtacks <laughs> to the balls. Like, that's just who I am as a person. Just stay out of my zone. I don't like people in my zones. Stay over there. 
Well, now the poor girl's listening, driving in here, like, dude, should I turn this car around? What yes, I turn it around. <laughs> like OAR said, turn the car around. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. She's great. We'll have a bunch of fun, but the same thing will happen. When she leaves after the weekend, I will exhale a little and be like, all right, thank God. Is she? Uh, is she? When is she leaving Sunday? I don't even know the answer to that question, and I think that may be where some of the, my anxiety is coming from. Yeah, because don't forget Monday's Memorial Day, so we've uh, got a three day week. Right, <laughs> dude, just add an extra hours onto it, baby. I love it. No, I gotta lie to her and tell her I gotta work on Monday. Pretend to get up at three o'clock in the morning, be like, "This job sucks. Gotta head in." <laughs> no, I, I should, I, you know, I, at some point. And it better be soon. I'm going to die in like a decade. Yeah, like, it's not, it's not going to take long. <laughs> At some point, man, I am going to have to figure out how to work other people. I really just do not like being inconvenienced. I don't like it. Like the other day, as a matter of fact, I had this happen the other day. My buddy Seth, who I play golf with. I love Seth. Really good dude. Right? But we were texting back and forth, and I said, hey, man, it's really nice out today. Let's go play, play hooky go play golf. He can get out of work kind of here and there when he feels like it, right? Okay. And so I was like, let's go play a little golf. And he's like, nah, man, I just had like 50 yards of rock delivered to my house, and I got to like wheelbarrow it all out. And I, like an idiot, was like, yo, man, if you need help with that one day Ooh. this week, let me know. Ooh. And then the rest of the week, I sat there with my fingers crossed, <laughs> like, please, don't, don't you dare call me. I don't want to help you. I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound like I'm not getting paid. Nothing good's going to come out of it for me. I'm selfish. I don't want to do this. Don't make me do it. <laughs> All right. I do want to make you aware of this. Because I know a lot of people don't like the hunting. Right? A lot of people find hunting to be mean. My dad was a hunter. My dad was a deer hunter. Liked hunting with a bow and arrow. Didn't thought doing it with like a crossbow or a gun too easy, like the bow and arrow thing. That's right. why I never got one. Right. right? And so like he would but he was a bow and arrow dude. I'm not into the hunting at all, but I'm all for you. Dude, if you want to go kill deer and I don't hit him with my car, I'm totally fine with it. I, I'm I'm I can totally live with it. But I remember it was like a year ago, like all that big game hunting became like the, all the rage. That girl yeah, like had that lion in her in her you know high school photo, and people freaked out. And then the dentist shot that thing, and I don't even remember what it was. It was the lion. Yeah, and Jimmy John Cecil the lion. That was the guy that uh, Cecil, the, Cecil lion. the lion that got shot. But Jimmy John's, I know, is is fa- the owner of that place. Has faced a lot of backlash. Was that him laying on that dolphin or whatever? The hell I, be- it was? I believe it was. But what the hell? Do shark I know? or whatever. Shark, the hell it was. whatever. That was like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure that that was actually the guy from Jimmy John's. But like, so the big game hunting it kind of rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. And so now I got a story of some irony that happened to a big game hunter in Zimbabwe. Right. This guy's an elephant hunter, and apparently lost his life due to the elephant killing him. Three elephants stormed a group of like tourists and like him and tourists. I mean hunters, and they. So the guy takes out his like elephant rifle and shoots it at the elephant. And so it obviously bothered one of them who then picked him up with the trunk, slammed him on the ground, and then crushed him. Like the elephant fell after being shot and like crushed him down to the ground. Okay. And so he was killed under by being crushed by an elephant. Now I know some of you men feel like that happens to you about twice a month at your house. <laughs> 
but I'm telling you this this had a this had a worse ending than what happens there. Um, you can't be surprised. I mean, dude, you go out into the bush and you're starting to chase down jungle animals. Inevitably, you know, one of those animals is going to chase your ass down. So I can't necessarily be surprised that this happened. But at the same time, I mean, I'm not going to celebrate like a dude dying. Like, it's like, oh, dude, he, boy, he really got what he deserved. That's what you get for trying to shoot elephants. I mean, that's what people are going to say about but, it. But, but those are the same people. Those same people eat chicken. And and, and, and and what difference is it? At least that guy's going out and actually putting his life on the line. I'll tell you what the difference is. Nobody's offering me a bucket of deep fried elephants, well, but, but I need it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like that's that's the whole Dude, thing. Deep fried elephants it's, sounds good. For some reason or another, there's some animals. Deep fried tennis shoes sounds good. <laughs> some animals we just feel like are different, I guess. And at the end of the day, for cute. me, it, well, it, it comes down to cute, right? At the end of the day, chickens for, are cute. But, but if you're going to stand there, no, how many times is a grown man going to say cute? Animals, right? Animals, but, but, dude, if you're going to stand up for elephants, you do need to stand up for chickens. You do. And, and then it, pull out your leather wallet. Right, exactly. And wear your shoes yeah. and like you're eating a cheeseburger. And, and, and I don't understand that. Why, why there's a line somewhere with animals where it's like, no, you can't shoot an elephant, but you can raise chickens in a gross inhumane way where they're, they're they've got oh, you ever six, see him kill a cow right well i mean it's not even like killing i understand dude killing an animal fine kill the animal but dude those chickens are living in a one foot by one foot you know square pen where they can't move they can't open up their wings dude, they I mean, live on a six inch bun <laughs> you're worried about the pen they keep them in be right back with more stands ratio hang on canton's rock station rock 106.9 Welcome back to the Stansbury Show, Rock 1069. You hear a little Cavs highlight there. You know what we haven't talked about all day that I was surprised happened last night? What was that? MGK on the floor performing. Shocked by that. How come? I mean, you go back to Wild Boy. Yeah, but he's been closely associated with the Cavaliers after that. I'm surprised LeBron lets that happen. LeBron... I mean, dude, look what he did to Kenny Rhoda the other day in the post-game press conference. You only come around when we lose, Kenny. That's something up with you, Kenny. I mean, dude, the guy, what I'm saying is he remembers. And MGK famously said, with that heat, no LeBron, though. In the song. Now, I don't care that he said it, but you know LeBron probably does. Um, Yeah, but I think LeBron has shown that he uh, is not necessarily hung up on those things anymore. And, I mean, if if that would have been the case, if, if that was going to be enough for MGK not to be able to perform, LeBron would have never came back because the, the Comic the letter. Sans letter. You know what I mean? So, obviously, he's... Uh, He's kind of moved forward a little bit from some of that stuff. I think he's still a little bit mad about the letter, personally. And honestly, if I was that particular athlete, I don't think that, honestly, I would have shaken it off that easily either. That uh, that letter, I understand it came from a place of emotion, but it definitely had a negative tone to it. And if I were LeBron, I would have been upset about that letter. Would you have not came back? I don't know, man. It's a pretty easy fix for your legacy to come back and do what he did, which is win the title. Although he didn't, wasn't sure he was going to be able to do that. Probably confident right. that he could, but he didn't know for sure. Um, I don't know, man. To team up with Kyrie Irving, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I could let my personal feelings about the owner stop me from playing with. A player on that level. LeBron could have went to any team in the NBA. I mean, any team would have made room for him. He made the decision to come back to Cleveland. Yeah, I think it's because he knew what it was going to do to his legacy. I, um, I, 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 
you know, yeah, Gilbert did. He took MGK to the draft lottery when we got Kyrie. Dustin, thank you for that. Again, though, this is a LeBron issue, and I'm surprised that he's uh, I'm surprised he's that cool with it. You got to remember, LeBron wasn't here with that lottery. I hear his new album is fantastic. It's what I've heard a lot, too. I have not listened to it at all. The one song I've heard off of it was kind of like a song with a chick. Yeah, that ballad like, type thing. We did that on New Turk Tuesday. And that sucked. But, dude, I'm an MGK fan. I mean, I'm not Oh, like, yeah, I like him. I'm not screaming lace up when I go out into the world. But I like MGK. I feel like he, uh, what do I want to say? He's got star power, and he's got he's very charismatic. So, I don't know. Maybe we should uh, maybe New Turk Tuesday one of those next week. Where's he from? I, uh, I like That's what I never hear MGK <laughs> talk about. <laughs> Which is funny because he's actually from Texas. I was really surprised by that. I don't hate it. I like I like the guy. It makes sense. I know the fans and the and attendance probably loved it. So I, I get why it works. I just was very surprised that, that that they were going to do. I mean, with a very public diss of LeBron James. Just I don't know. I was surprised by that. I have to ask you a question before we end this program today, and okay. I'm scared to death to do it. Okay. Okay? All right. Because I don't... God, you're going to be super annoying. Yeah, I am. I don't even know what it's, what you're going to hit me with here, but I'm going to be annoying about it. What in the hell... And I have to ask you, because you watch wrestling and I don't. What in the hell is a Batista bomb? All right. Oh, no. All right. So, Batista is a former WWE champion. He's the guy that's in the uh, Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so that. So, Dave Batista, I mean, you know, he's a uh, pretty well-known dude. Um, but it is essentially a power bomb, dude. I mean, you throw the guy's head between your legs. Jeez. <laughs> okay. You put your feet, then you, then you grab him up, pull him up over your head, and you boom, slam him down either through a table or into the mat or whatever the case is there. But essentially just a power bomb done by Batista. Okay. Well, two grown-ups are now being charged with murder after performing a Batista bomb. Jesus. Richard Gamache and Cheyenne Cook are being charged in connection to the death of their two-year-old daughter. After Richard performed a professional wrestling move known as the Batista Bomb on his two-year-old daughter, what he performed? Uh, yeah, he performed the move Batista Bomb on his two-year-old. He's currently being held on charges of abuse and neglect of a child. Yeah, Camacho's girlfriend was charged with endangering the welfare of a child just for even being there. Yeah, the Post Dispatch reported that the two allegedly exchanged messages on how to conceal injuries. Oh my God! EMS crews were called out. Earlier this month to the couple's house, and then their daughter, two years old, had died from the injuries. The move involves picking someone up by the waist who is bent over facing someone, swinging their legs over one's shoulders, and slamming them down on the ground on their backs. The child then, the the sergeant there says the child was essentially tortured. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't know that a Batista bomb's not okay? Like, you can't even, like, shake a two-year-old. No. Let alone body slam them down to the ground. Man, you wrestling people. Nah, do not put this on <laughs> I us. I know. I do, can't make do it. Do not I put this on us. I can't make it about all of you. Um, I want to, but I can't. I, 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 was, the, was the guy doing this as like, I'm intentionally hurting this child? Or was this guy doing this like, hey, I'm wrestling with my kid and it I got out of hand? I think, he, I, I think that they both were idiots thinking that you could wrestle like this with somebody who's two years old and not understand the human anatomy and how that's not going to be okay. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I certainly have wrestled with my nephews and things like that. But like, you know, when you have a kid. How old is like, your nephew? Um, right now. Four. Okay. Yeah. Now, Five, you're yeah. not going to pick up your four-year-old nephew, though, and slam his body to the ground. No. 
no, there's, you know, I wouldn't do that to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, couldn't do well, that. I could not do that to you. But I mean, obviously, dude, power slamming somebody, Batista bombing somebody, that, that's going to hurt. Like, I know wrestling's fake, dude. I'm not. I'm not like yo. Wrestling is real, dude. Uh, but, uh, but it's scripted yet still physical. Right. Right. I mean, you think that getting slammed into whether it's a couch, a mattress, whatever it is, dude, it's, it's going to hurt your body, especially as a two year old man. And as an adult, like I can remember being a kid and my brother pile drove me into a uh, into a uh, like a tree stump in like, dude, Oof. I seriously oh, I seriously could have been hurt there. But, dude, that's my seven year old brother. That's a little bit different where it's like, God, what an idiot you are, as opposed to a, an adult. How could how could you possibly think that? Was that okay? was terrible. That's awful. Parenting that is awful. Do not Batista bomb your own kid no. or anybody else's kids. Let me no. make that clarification. No, nobody Batista bomb anybody else's children or your own bad things are going to happen you're going to be arrested show's over for the day that's it we're done be broadcasting live again tomorrow morning 6 a.m live on rock 106.9 you guys have an awesome afternoon see you